Good evening and thank you to everyone that has joined the call and for everyone that's listening. I hope you can take some value from this so tonight. What I'm going to be discussing is creating the high performance physique. So this is all about what I believe a high performance physique is, what I've experienced, what I've learned, what I've studied and what I've done myself in order to create a physique that performs and looks at the highest level. So three things we're going to run through this evening. So the first part is what is a high performance physique? We're then going to move into the components that make up the high performance physique. And finally, we're going to discuss how we deliver it here within case sleep performance to make sure that our clients achieve it. So let's move into it. Now, what is a high performance physique? This one is open to interpretation, depending on your views and opinions. But from my experience, what I believe a high performance physique is, is one that is performance focused, not vanity focused. So by this, I mean that we, we chase numbers, metrics, and improvements in terms of our strength, our power, our fitness, our speed, versus just a look in a mirror. A high performance physique is one that is resilient and robust. So one that can actually do what is asked of it and doesn't break down. And it's in the game for the long haul. A high performance physique, in my view, is a great all-rounder, a strong, muscular, mobile, agile, powerful, fit, and can endure. It has the ability to work hard, a, a variety of different intensities and durations. And as a result, as a byproduct of the training and the process that it follows, it looks incredible. That's my interpretation of a high performance physique. Now, within Casely Performance and Perform24, the program which you are all a part of, I have a business model where we have three core pillars. The aim for every client that comes through this program is to achieve, number one, a high-performance physique, number two, peak mental performance, and three, live a life of purpose. Now, under the high-performance physique circle, this is comprised of three different components. So high performance physique is comprised of powerful, powerful, let's try and get my words out. It's been a long day. Powerful performance, intelligent nutrition, and optimized recovery. Now, when designing this training, I thought that initially I was going to try and take you through all three pillars there, the powerful performance, intelligent nutrition, and optimized recovery. But in doing so, I realized just how meaty this is and how much I want to show you and teach you and explain to you and, and kind of just dump my opinions and, and views that as a result, this there's no way I can do this in a half hour training. So what we're actually going to do is three separate trainings. And this evening, I'm going to take you through the first pillar of the high performance physique, and that is powerful performance. So we're going to discuss how we go about achieving this and how we deliver this within your programming. What I want you to get by the end of this call is number one, to learn some things that you didn't know, but number two, just understand the justifications, the reasoning, the intent behind what is within your programming, so your training, and hopefully that will kind of give you that understanding that when you see your sessions, you'll kind of go, all oh, right, well, that is why this is there. This is what that is going to help me achieve. That's the aim for this. And off the back of this, please just feel feel that you will just know that you have the right to ask any questions and 
yeah, just drop me a message and I'll be more than happy to go into any detail that, that you wish me to do. Okay. So without further ado, let's move into this. Powerful performance. What does that mean? So by powerful performance, that means the ability to perform at your best across a multitude of areas. It's the ability to lift heavy weights and be strong. It's the ability to sprint, jump, run, and also work your body over short, sharp, high intensities and also over long periods. It's also the ability to move well, fast, and move pain-free. How do we go about how do we go about creating powerful, powerful performance here? The way that we do it, we break it down into a number of components, which I'm going to start to take you through now. So the first component, what we always look at here as a priority of in case of performance is strength development and muscular hypertrophy. Okay. So what do I mean by that? Now, every single person that comes through this program that works with me, they will focus as a priority on building strength and muscular hypertrophy first. By muscular hypertrophy, what I mean there is, is muscular growth. Okay, it's just a scientific term. Now, why, why do we focus on these? It was quite simple because being strong across the fundamental movement patterns, so these being push, pull, squat, hinge, lunge, carry, and core work, if you can become stronger across each and every one of these areas, you will not only be all-round strong, you're going to be robust, you'll have a reduced injury risk, and this will act as a foundation to push performance in whatever route that you wish to pursue. So be that running, cycling, strength, endeavours, whatever sport you're playing. Plus, as a side note, it's going to have you looking fucking jacked really good. Okay, now, when thinking about strength development and, and muscular hypertrophy, we can build strength in a number of ways, varying in complexity. But in its simplest form, initially what we use is linear progressive overload across the key lifts within a training block. So what that means is we will focus on some key, key lifts and exercises, be that so a squat movement, a push, a pull, a hinge, lunge, and a carry movement. These are the exercises that you always see placed at the start of your workouts, your key lifts. What we do then is we work on these lifts, we nail the form, and then each week to progressively overload, we will either have you lifting an increase level of weight by a small increment or potentially we'll have you doing more reps of the same weight we can also then once that progression starts to slow which you'll all be familiar with initially when you start the strength numbers fly eventually it does start to plateau what we can then do is look to manipulate we can we can manipulate it by training sorry by adjusting your volume, which means the total amount of work you are doing, i.e. we could have you doing more sets or more reps. We can manipulate the intensity. You'll see the RPE we include in your training, so rate of perceived exertion. We can also manipulate the frequency. So how often we do it. And then finally, what we can then do is manipulate the exercise itself. So we can move it into a different variation of that movement pattern. And what that will do week by week by progressively overloading you, it will give you an increased stimulus each week, 
that stimulus, your body will be forced to adapt. And as a result, will get stronger. And as a result, that will force muscular hypertrophy. Okay. So the single best way to build strength is by rinsing and repeating the key movement patterns and lifts again and again, week in, week out. It's unsexy, can be boring and repetitive at times, but it is the single most effective way to build brutal strength. Okay. Moving more into muscular hypertrophy now, so the, the growth of your muscles. Now, building strength, as we've just discussed, like along with correct nutrition and recovery, that will result in muscle growth. However, to, to stimulate additional growth, I like to personally sprinkle in a, a couple of bodybuilding concepts as well into your training. So you'll see then after you've done your key lift, this is where we'll do some access, accessory work, as we call it. So exercises where we may be working in circuits, supersets, or higher reps with slower tempo. I'm going to explain why that is now. Okay, because... In addition to that strength work, or actually just discussing muscular hypertrophy as a whole, there are three drivers on muscle growth. Okay, the first one is mechanical tension. So that is created by using a heavy load and performing exercises through a full range of motion for a period of, period of time. And that is covered by those key lifts, which I've just discovered, discovered, discussed rather. The other two drivers for muscular hypertrophy are what we call muscular damage and metabolic damage. So muscular damage, to cover that first, so this is an essential component of the muscle building process. Now, muscle damage is sustained during resistance training, but also it's largely caused by slower eccentric work. So what I mean by eccentric is the stretch element, the lowering or the lengthening element of an exercise. Hence why you'll see then in your, uh, your secondary lifts, normally an exercise is there onwards, we have a focus on slower tempo. When we can have that slower tempo on the eccentric, this will create more muscle damage, okay? What then happens with that muscle damage? It forces the body to adapt and build the muscle stronger and bigger. Okay, the, the other driver for muscle growth is what we call metabolic damage. So this, okay, if you imagine you're doing a set of bicep curls, 10, 12, 15 reps, whatever it is, you're doing slow, strict reps. Now that burn or the pump as you reach those higher reps, okay, there's a number of things happening here. You'll feel that burn and the swelling of the muscle, that pump, What's happening here is the muscles are continually contracting and relaxing and we're getting a blood pooling effect within the muscle, which results in cell swelling. So that's why your, your muscles and your arms and your sleeves feel tighter when you're training arms at higher reps. Okay, now that resulting metabolic stress, as we call it, so that's cell swelling, the stress placed on the muscles there actually has what we call an anabolic effect. So this is basically, it's molecular signaling, as we call it. So it stimulates signals, which increases a hormonal response within your body to help grow your muscle. Okay, so there's three key drivers to muscle growth. Okay, and what I'm hopefully explaining to you now, and hopefully your understanding is that that is kind of why 
we have different things within your exercises, different ways of training. So your heavy strength work, then the bodybuilding style, and then your higher rep pump work to make sure that we're hitting you from all angles and covering all bases. So that is strength development and muscular hypertrophy covered component one. Now, the second component, which I believe is key to powerful performance and creating a high performance physique is energy system work. So think about it. what is the point of being strong, looking strong, having muscle, looking apart if you can do fuck all with it. It's the definition of a show pony. Stiff bodybuilder. It's not what we're about here. Okay, what's the point of looking good if you're getting out of breath going up the stairs? We can't run around with the kids. You can't play sport without being broken for days. Okay, so this is why we work hard on our energy systems here. Okay, it's about creating bodies that don't just look good. It's about creating bodies that can perform. Bodies that can work at all different intensities and durations and can do whatever is asked of it. So what do I mean by energy systems? Now, you may well know this or you may not. Okay, now I'm going to hope that I can get my words out here because these are a mouthful. But your body has three different energy systems. So three different ways in which it can create and utilize energy to perform performance. Okay, so the first energy system is what we call phosphagen energy system, secreting phosphate. Okay, now this is actually your most immediate energy source available to the body. Okay, it's also known as the adenosine triphosphate phosphocreatine system. Head of a mouthful. Okay, you'll probably have noticed the word creatine, which I'll cover it cover it off in a moment okay but this energy system right this is the most immediate form of energy that we have it generates instant energy to your body and can be delivered at a high rate now you use this energy system without oxygen okay and it's the one which you will use when you are doing high intensity high exertion work so this could be lifting heavy weights or it could be sprinting all out typically our body has about 10 seconds worth of energy stored from this system from there it fades and we have to use a different our second energy system okay so your phosphagen energy system is utilized when we do very high intensity work up to around about 10 seconds so just remember that okay now so we will train that in your heavy lifting your strength work and also the sprint work be it like 10 calorie sprints on your salt bike. Okay. Now I mentioned the word creatine earlier. Now creatine phosphate, the adenosine triphosphate phosphocreatine system, hell of a word. But yeah, basically creatine, you can supplement, as you'll know. I recommend, in fact, when you supplement with creatine, what this does is this fills up your, your creatine stores within your body. And it probably gives you about an extra seconds worth of energy when using this system so that means when we, we translate that to lifting or sprinting it means potentially an extra rep potentially going a little bit longer so maybe you can now start to see why creatine actually does benefit performance now the second energy system we have is called the glycolytic system better known as the anaerobic lactic energy system you may have heard of lactic acid this is that system. Okay, now this is an energy system which the body uses to produce energy quite rapidly 
And it's for use during activities which require bigger bursts of energy from around 10 seconds onwards to about 90 seconds in total. This energy system uses glucose and carbs for energy predominantly. And we will be training this system when we are doing slightly longer pieces of work. So think of maybe 30 calories on an assault bike, maybe 200 meter onward runs. Okay, where we're working at still very high intensity, but longer than the 10 seconds. The energy system which your body is using there is uh, the, the glycolytic system, okay? Final system that we, we use and our body has is the aerobic system, which no doubt you will have heard of. Now, this is the system which uses oxygen for energy, utilizing fats predominantly and also carbs for energy. Now, we utilize this system when we're training at lower intensity for longer durations. So this is things like where we might be doing um, longer performance-based um, sessions. So it might be at 30 to 40 minute pieces where we get, we're actually having to pace ourselves, but also then if you think long distance running, jogging, cycling, that is the energy system which we use. So what we do here to utilize all three energy systems is we make sure that your training over the course of a week and a month is focusing on the development of each energy system. Okay, so you've got your short snappy energy system, the, the phosphogen energy system, the medium intensity one, which is the glycolytic system. So think about your, your 30 calorie assault bike, for example. And then finally, we've got the aerobic system, okay, where we're doing our longer durations, lower intensity work. So what we do, like I say, we work on developing all of these energy systems when you have well-developed all-round energy systems, that's going to give you the ability to perform at any intensity. You'll be powerful and also able to endure. Moving on, component three. So I've discussed making you super strong and incredibly fit. Now that's all well and good, but we also need to ensure that your body is robust, moving well and injury-free. So how we do that, we look at working on mobility and stability. It's vital that we work on both of these to make sure that your physique doesn't let you down. So to develop mobility and stability, the best way, number one, we will work on your mobility work in warm-ups. So you'll see all the exercises that we put in. That's to prime you and get your joints ready and moving through a large range of motion to get you ready for the heavy lifts. But what we then do, the best way, best single way to develop your mobility is actually to train the movement patterns, which I mentioned earlier. So the push, the pull, the squat, the hinge, the lunge, that carries through what we call a full ROM, range of motion. So if you imagine that being a lunge, that's actually going right down, getting your knee to the floor, okay? Full range of motion. Once we can do that and then start adding load to it, that's gonna develop your mobility more than anything else. In order then to develop what we call stability, it's your ability to stabilize your body and be robust. You'll also see us then incorporating lots of different exercises, such as single arm and single leg variations. What this does is create a balance challenge. To meet that challenge, you must stabilize your body, and it's normally through your core and stabilizing muscles. So that's why we incorporate a lot of those exercises. Think, for example, 
split squats, Bulgarian split squats. Okay, it provides a massive challenge, not just on the one leg, but also to the rest of your body. Body in in a sense that it has to stabilize yourself to stay upright. Okay. It's really important that we develop that to make sure that you are not just moving well, you're not just stiff, but you're also stable and strong. And it builds that robust body that won't let you down. One of the key ways as well we help develop and create massive stability within our bodies is the core work that we we do as well. So if you think of core, your abs, that is the link between your lower and upper body. Good way to visualize your core is if you imagine a TV mast and then the wires along the side, which then secure it to the ground that stabilize it. That's very much how your core works in relation to your spine. Without it, we just flop and fall over. So that's why it's very important that we build a strong and stable core. If we can get that strong, create massive tension with it when when we're lifting we're able to drive more power and more weight it also protects our back from injury so that's why we don't just do crunches here we we attack it from all angles we do lots of planks carries etc which is going to really protect you okay so that's mobility and stability covered the next component within powerful performance and developing that high performance physique is mixed modality training so these are your perform sessions but this is bringing it all together. So I've discussed how we build strength like a weightlifter. We build muscle like a bodybuilder. We get fit like an athlete and mobile like gymnasts. Now it's all well and good training these components in silo, so on their own. But the next thing then is to bring them all together into a blend and expression of true performance. So this is mixed modality training. So these are your metcons, your your AMRAPs, your finishes, your conditioning pieces, the flows. And for those who have been working through the program for a while and are now at that level, you'll perform workouts. Okay, so these are the sessions which are designed to bring together a blend of everything we've discussed today to get you testing every single component of your fitness, to hit you from all angles and to develop and test the high-performance physique. So this is the, the icing on the cake almost. The icing on the cake from the hard work you've done throughout the sessions and on the day and in the week, and bringing it all together. This training only works when you've done the prior work, so the strength work up front, develop the strength. And that's why people that just do classes, so this style of training without all of the other sessions, which we give you, it doesn't give you this, the same effect. You need to first develop the strength to then bring it all together. Now, hopefully, as you start to see when I explain this, is that this is how we piece all of your training together within your sessions and across the week and what the intent is behind it all. It's just about creating a really good all-round athlete that can do everything. Mixed modality training is brilliant. These are the sessions which, which they give you the opportunity to f- further develop your skills whilst pumping the heart. And also, as much as testing the body, they will test your mental resilience. The final component, adaptability and specificity. So to create a high-performance physique, it is important and vital that 
we first and foremost create an adaptable physique. So what I mean by that is a physique that can adapt to any environment, circumstance, or whatever to move forward. So be that change of area, gym, lack of equipment, or things such as an injury or a life circumstances. It's about always finding a way to do what we can when we can. So that can be things like, if you've got shit equipment, you need to understand and, and we can teach you and programming it, obviously, at your request as well. If you've got poor equipment, we could do and light weights. We do things like slow tempo work to create muscle damage versus muscular tension, as I mentioned earlier. It's pre-exhaust techniques. We can work on energy system development instead of pure strength. There's always a way to move forward. You just need to make sure that you do. Discussing specificity as well. So what I mean by this, this comes next. So once you have achieved really good levels of strength, mobility, stability, you've got developed energy systems, you're looking good, you're feeling good, you're performing well, you may then decide, and we will actually encourage this as well, you may well want to go and get specific. So what I mean by that is, it's time really to truly test your body and your mind. You've created that all-round body, but now it's about getting specific on one area which you want to zone in for a period of time and really test yourself. So chasing down more specific performance goals and events. So this is where we will then look to get super specific within our training in relation to the goals. So that may be that you want to train for a marathon, a half marathon. It could be high rocks, which is a functional fitness event. It might be you want to zone in specifically on being your very strongest to hit a number of PBs, for example. It could be that you want to go down a specific muscle building phase. What I'm getting at here is it's really important to actually, once we've built the base, get specific on what we want to do to continue to progress ourselves. This is the exploration stage. And this is where training does change a little bit. We will still maintain the core components of everything that we've discussed today, but then there'll be additional focuses placed on the requirements of the event. So specific conditioning that will target your running if you are looking to do a running event, for example. Now, this is the fun stage and what everyone should be working towards. Once you get to this stage, this is where you can really explore what your body is capable and also take it down multiple routes. Mapping out goals which will keep you hungry, working towards smashing, and then seeing how different you can you can test your body. This is the point I want each and every every single one of you to get to. So we nail that all-round physique through hitting a number of phases here. We build the base, we get super fit, we enjoy our training, and then we start getting specific, mapping out events, working towards them, giving our training extra purpose and drive. We smash them, and then we decide what next. How else can I test my body? That is what high-performance physique is about, testing it across multiple realms and showing that you can do it all. So to sum it up, but these are my concepts of how we develop high-performance physique in relation to powerful performance. So to summarize, hopefully you've learned and understood how we look to develop strength, develop hypertrophy, so muscular growth, the energy systems, your mobility and stability, 
and how we look to bring it all together and why we bring it all together with mixed modality work. Hopefully you can also see where it leads to as well as getting into that specific, that specific zone where we can zone in and explore our bodies truly capable of taking it through a number of different challenges. That's what high performance is about, understanding your capabilities, stepping out your comfort zone. So this, our way, it will have you not only looking apart, but you'll be performing like never before for the long haul. And that's why I believe we're a bit different here to just going down, as you'll see with so many coaching programs, just purely to look a certain way. That's not what we're about. We build the base, adapt to whatever circumstances, then chase down and smash new challenges to bring out the best in us. That is what having a high-performance physique is all about. And that's it. That's part one covered, powerful performance. Next week, we are going to discuss intelligent nutrition, the second key pillar to developing the high-performance physique. We will discuss how we fuel the body intelligently, how we do it whilst eating foods which we love, and how we can manipulate it to get the very best out of our performance. So thank you to everyone that's joined this evening. And for those listening on the podcast, please be sure to drop me a message off the back of this if, number one, you found it useful, and two, you have any questions at all. I'll speak to you next week.